And we are live! Welcome to the Hasley Podcast. This is that show where I talk to people multiple times a week that are making moves, doing things in the hip-hop scene. And on today's episode, I have on Plowman. What's up? (laughs) What's going on, bro? How's it going? Good, good. Just hanging out. I just got back from work, and here we are. Super excited to talk with you about hip-hop, rap, what I've been up to, all that good stuff. Okay, hell yeah. Well, um, give us uh, like a little rundown of who you are as an artist and what you got going on. I did see that, that tech rap stuff. I'm super excited to get into that. But yeah, just give us like an overall like summary of what you, what, what, who you yeah. are as an artist and your journey so far. Yeah, um, so journey, it's been two years since I started rapping, about in the last week or so. Um, I have experimented with a lot of different things. Uh, I work in tech. I live in San Francisco. Um, and so a lot of the concepts I've been doing, especially recently, are uh, a genre of rap that I'm calling tech rap. Yeah. Uh, it's anything uh, around tech. I made a song called LaCroix Boy, which is about an office worker that drinks a lot of LaCroix. I made a whole music video concept around that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like things like that. Um, and that came, of, came about just because every single tech office was talking LaCroix. Like it was like it went from like zero to 100 where like nobody had LaCroix and then suddenly I don't know what happened if it's That's cheap funny. or something, but <laughs> everyone had it. So anyway, so I made a, a video and song about that. Um, That's catching the trends. That's comp- awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that was that was really good. There was it was interesting. Um, there was other rappers that had LaCroix concepts and made songs named the same thing, which was super interesting. Yeah. Um, so it was like a thing definitely might have even been last summer now. Um, but it definitely came in and like there was a window where there was a bunch of different LaCroix concepts So I definitely got to ride some of that wave. So that was Hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah So, so are, then, are you from from San Francisco? Is that where you were born and raised? Um, no, so I moved here Three years ago now. Uh, I went to school down in LA and I grew up in the Northwest in Oregon. Okay, nice Yeah Hell yeah, I've actually talked to a lot of people from from Seattle and I think okay, I yeah. think that's Oregon. I, got, I don't know. That's sad that yeah, I yeah, that's up shit. in the Northwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's up in Washington, but it's super. Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah, yeah. Close to Portland. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just crazy how I've been able. Actually, the majority of my interviews are on the West Coast, and I'm thinking about moving out there just because of because of that. Because then I could do live interviews like in person a little little more. Oh yeah. Wait, <laughs> what time zone are you in? Are you on? For some reason, I thought you were in LA. Oh, no, I'm in uh, the Midwest. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm in okay. Kansas, ex- Kansas City. That explains the whole, like, getting dark soon. You need to yeah. That makes sense. I was like, wait, isn't it the same? Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, dude. Um, so let's see. So I, I made LaCroix Boy. Mm-hmm. I got a pretty good response. Um, then I made some more concepts right now. Uh, I'm working on a music video for a song called Tech Rap. Uh, again, this is about what I did in this concept is I used a bunch of tech company names um, in not as their like literal name. So like you'd use Uber, but it wouldn't be about like the car, car hailing service. It would be like Uber isn't great or something like that. Yeah. So I did like 23 different puns in one rap song. Um, and I'm going to anyway, shoot a music video for it. I'm super excited about that. It should be dope. Hell yeah, that's that's what's up. So so how long have you been like uh, messing with music and getting into that? Um, yeah, so rap has been two years, but music as a whole, I've pretty much always done. Okay. Uh, I started, I played violin when I grew up, or like when I was young, I guess. Mm-hmm. Did that for a few years, did piano for a few years, did percussion for a few years. 
Um, I was in band like through middle school and high school. Then I went to college and didn't do as much of that. Um, then I got into piano a bit more seriously in college, did like two semesters of like pretty serious piano. Um, okay. Then when I graduated is when I got into rap. Okay, so you know, you that means you know music theory really well if you did some serious piano stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely did some of that. There's uh, there's a lot to learn there. Oh, yeah. Um, but as far as like, uh, like reading music and key signatures and that sort of thing, uh, I definitely did that. I never... I never really got to like composing songs type thing, okay. um, but I definitely feel like I have the foundation for it. So if I get to that point, um, mm-hmm. I'll be definitely be able to do that. Yeah. So so you said you didn't get into composing, but what about beat making, which is essentially the same thing, but some people classify them differently. Do you do you are you into beat making? Um, so I've started. I haven't. I've made like literally a handful of beats, like five maybe. Um, what I'm a lot more likely to do is take existing instrumentals and the stems from that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't particularly like a section. Like I'll either add something into the hook or take something out or yeah. move four bars around, things like that. Um, so it's something that I'm just getting started in and want to do more of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of felt like for a while um, it wasn't necessarily a limiting factor. Like there was a lot of things I wanted to work on. Um, and now it's kind of getting to the point where to really stand out and kind of get a distinct sound, I think I need to go in and start making my own instrumental. So I'm for sure, like yeah, and yeah, I mean, or or working with the producer. But it's also it's cool that you're you're thinking about a distinct sound because I really dig that you're like niching down into like the tech the tech uh, atmosphere with your rap stuff because that's gonna help you like stand out. I think that's gonna help you uh, create your own identity as a brand and then you can, as you build that, you can eventually branch off of that. And yeah. I don't know, I think it's smart, smart, definitely smart what you're doing. And it's funny cause not funny, but it goes with tech stuff because tech stuff is usually smart stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's one thing I thought about is like, there's a lot of people trying to rap and how, how are you gonna stand out? Um, that's an so, important factor, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, there's like, on, there's a lot of really good rappers out there that are never really going to get discovered or what have you, just because it's it's so competitive mm-hmm. and like they sound dope, but it's like, how are they different from whatever J Cole or Kendrick mm-hmm. or you can the list just goes on and on. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I'm hopeful that there's enough of a, a audience for tech rap and I can build off that, and then once I get that established, kind of maybe go more mainstream with my concepts or that yeah. sort of thing but we'll see do, do you know of anyone else that's doing like tech rap stuff um i mean there's definitely um stuff that could be considered tech rap um in a similar genre some of the stuff logic does is like about space and concepts like that like um i think in his most recent either his second most recent album or his most recent album like his he has a concept where the computer on board is like an ai um, and that, that would, I'd consider as tech rap because it's kind of envisioning mm-hmm. technology in the technological future. So that yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's some people around it, but a lot, I wouldn't, I haven't come across somebody that's branded as like, I do tech rap and that's my primary focus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so would sci-fi go into, uh, your genre of tech rap or is it just um, like current? Yeah. Stuff? I mean a little bit, if it had, especially if it was focused on like AI and computers, um, less like, um, less hardcore sci- sci-fi maybe like it could be there could be some overlap but um, maybe not the entire sci-fi genre like, I also like doing some- so- like a song about like Uber specifically where like the first verse could be like 
before Uber, second verse be about Uber, and then the third verse could be like what happens, like Uber takes over the world or something. That's just a right. Exactly. Yeah, that would definitely qualify, or like maybe it's all drones or something, or who knows? Yeah. Like yeah, something crazy like that. I also think um, I might get it wrong. There was like somebody was showing me. I'd have to look it up. I, I want to say like Ultron or Deltron or something, that sort of name. They did some uh, concept about um, something like Ultron 3030 or Deltron. Del, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. He yeah, has like yeah, they, multiple pseudonyms and Ultron uh, 3030 was one of them. He's also okay. like the guy from uh, that one uh, Gorilla song. Uh, oh, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I think I think that was Del. He, he actually is featured on like a few of their songs, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think they did some like dystopic uh, future with like AI and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So kind of that sort of stuff I, I would consider uh, tech rap as, as a whole. So what is a, a plowman? Where does that come from? Yeah. Um, so I got that in college. Uh, I used to, well, I still kind of do. I used to get up even, I guess, earlier than I do now. Uh, usually I get up at like 7 a.m. So okay. just like the get up before the sun type thing and I then like go that. do work. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also like, you know, whatever, banging chicks, but whichever yeah. way you want to take it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it, it works out either way. But yeah, that's how I got it. I was just, I was like overloading one semester and just working a lot. And so my friend started calling me Plowman and it stuck. So well, here I am. Hold on. How, how does plow relate to uh, working excessively? Is there, is there like a word that I'm not familiar with? Uh, just like, just like farming, like literally like with the plow behind like a horse or whatever. Okay. It's like plowing fields or whatever. I so just you. like, yeah, that sort of like plowman, like Hell a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's up, dude. So yeah. what would you say would be something you're proud of in your pursuit of, like the biggest thing you're most proud of in your pursuit so far in your journey with music, with rap Wow. Music? Wow. Uh, that's <laughs> a big one. Biggest thing. Um, or I think just sticking, uh, just sticking with it. Like, um, I think that's one of the bigger things is like, there's just a lot of times where you could quit or you might want to quit or like things come up and it just seems like this is taking too long or why is it this? Um, and, and sticking with it is definitely one of them. Um, I don't know the first like streaming revenue I got, that was a big moment for me. Um, so getting like YouTube content ID, um, and some Spotify streams. Um, it's not like I can't like quit the day job yet, but yeah. it was kind of like, hey, there's actually people out there that are listening to my music and for enjoy sure. it. So that was a moment for me. Um, I don't know. There's been like in the last two years, there's just a lot of things I've done that I've never done before, like music videos, photo yeah. shoots, um, building up an Instagram. Like I have 5K people following me on IG now. Um, I feel like I'm going to be at 10K probably in four months if I had to guess. Um, okay. So yeah. So I mean, it, it's just like everything's kind of a slow, slow journey. And I, I was thinking about this. Like you look back and it's like, wow, I've done so much. And you look forward and you're like, wow, there's so much to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be daunting. Yeah. Especially exactly. when it's like, what's really hard about being an artist in any kind of aspect is you do a lot of work for a while and you don't get paid. And like, yeah, it could it could be really like discouraging. I mean, yeah. that's why you gotta love what you do because. Like, that's, yeah. that's the only well, way that's, you're going to get through that. That's the huge thing. It's like you're getting started. 
the feed like you work really hard and the feedback is like this is terrible because like people listen to music that's like they spent whatever 40k on one song between like the engineer that paid I the, know the yeah like, yeah what all the this f- shit. <laughs> I yeah, never exactly. spent money like that. I really wish I did before, and I'm going to start spending more money, but nothing like that. Hell no. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, that's why what you're competing with sound-wise is, is literally yeah. like Drake and Kanye, where like budget is a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, what's cool about art is, is there's a lot of good artists out there that don't cost that much. You're literally paying for the artist, not for the quality. Right, <laughs> right. well, that, I mean, that's the thing is like we live in an era, especially now, where like, like I can get the sound out of just like the home studio I have here. That's pretty much it's, it's like ninety percent of what they can get at, at whatever yeah. super expensive studio. Just Most between definitely. the software, um, well, yeah, mainly just because everything's software based now or can be. Um, and it's yeah. about knowing the science of acoustics too. The the, the sound, uh, the science of how frequencies work, and like being in it, being your own engineer. And I love all that stuff. That shit's fun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You, learning all that stuff. I mean, as soon as you learn that, you could you unlock a bunch of doors and you save a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the big thing. Is like I looked at it and like I went to a studio once and I was like, like for a few hundred bucks, like to go to the studio for a day. I may as well just put that money into my own thing mm-hmm. here. And like build that up because like I'll just whatever crank out a track every whatever a week or two and then that's a lot cheaper than going to a studio Definitely. every weekend. I just bought a microphone. It's getting shipped to me right now. It's the Shure SM7B and I'm so excited for it. It's the one Logic uses. And, nice. Uh, I'm excited. It's like a $400 mic but wow. I got it used for $240 okay. with an 8% discount. <laughs> Damn. That's the way they do it. That's awesome. I was searching for like a week for it. On like all of the, all of this all of the tech that apps that sell stuff like right. uh, Macari, Let Go, Offer Up, eBay of course. <laughs> right. And I was bidding on one for eBay, and then I found this one, and I was like, shit, I gotta buy this now. And then I was realizing, hold on, I could still bid on this one for as cheap as it's going right now, cause the the microphone is worth four hundred dollars new. Used yep. they typically go like three hundred to three hundred and twenty dollars, and I was about to get it for two hundred and like fifty on eBay. So I was like, even if I get stuck with this bid, I could still right. just fuck just flip it, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sell exactly. back and make fifty, yeah. sixty bucks. <laughs> and then it gave nice. me a whole idea is like I should start flipping sure SM seven Bs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just I just get excited about things like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's dope, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the mics, it, it's super fun to, like, try new mics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely been fun. But that's, like, one of the things I like a lot about it, like, just learning about depression and learning about EQ and learning about balancing and mixing and mastering. Yeah. It's just been a super interesting journey for me. It, it definitely is a fun journey. One thing, now that I've got most of that stuff down that I'm, that I'm wanting to work on and uh, really, uh, like, uh, tune is... Uh, <laughs> learning how to tap into my emotions and make because i get so frustrated frustrated with that when i when i want to work on a song and then i just can't can't express myself the way i want to express it i was like how the fuck does this person say that they want to do all this bullshit but sound so emotional about it <laughs> like, right right how do i how do i how do i get that connection but not only that connection with myself and really really know how to express myself in that way that really makes people feel i guess i don't know and that that's something that i'm i'm struck like trying to really uh perfect because that's in my opinion is what music is all about 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big the big challenge is how do you capture a particular moment or feeling mm-hmm. and really resonate, like make that resonate with other people. And not um, make it sound corny at the same time because it's so right. easy to sound corny. <laughs> right, well, that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing is like, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, like I feel like a overused one is like the, the sad rapper rapping about how everything isn't going right and like, I don't know, people can pull that off, but I feel yeah. like the ratio of tracks that like beginning rappers make about that versus like- Especially right now. Just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a thing now, but like, yeah. uh, I think it's easier to pull off once you've, you've been at it a while. And so at least like yeah. the mixing and stuff is gonna sound good. Cause like, I've definitely listened to my share of like stuff that's just poorly, overall the execution isn't that good. And then you're listening to a depressing concept and you're like, oh man, this whole thing is kind of off. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's a big thing is like trying to capture those moments when whatever you have particularly strong feeling about something or you had this one experience and just trying to like capture it in song forms. Definitely something that I enjoy a lot. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, it's, it's part of, it's part of it. And <laughs> that part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what would you say would be, I would, I don't want to, I'm trying to figure out how to reword this question because it's, uh, just my response back with it. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to hold on. Let me think for a second. Uh, it, it's basically, it, it, it goes like, what would you basically consider your biggest failure so far? But <clears throat> it's, it's kind of hard to word that, especially with artists that have only been doing it for a couple of years or, or just starting out or, or even with the ones that are longer, a lot of people don't consider failures failures, which is the point of that question though, because the point of that question is to get to what you learned from that right. so I'm, I'm trying to figure out how i can word that question in a way that gets to the point i guess which is what you learned from something that was maybe holding you back or something that was just i i don't know yeah i, I do do you get yeah. what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah no i totally get what you're saying hell yeah um yeah no i mean i i, I think i totally get what you're getting at um i mean in some ways like it's all been like a, a lesson in failing like that's like like I've shot mm, four music videos now, and everyone's better than the last, which yeah. kind of means I failed on on them all. And like this next one I'm shooting, I already know it's going to be better um, than the previous one. I mean, one thing I've learned is uh, it's good. It's good to focus on things, but it's important to find people who are as passionate about whatever you're good at um, about other things that you need done. Yeah. So like for me, like finding a photographer that's his thing is photo like my thing is rap his is photo so i'll I'll work with him for photos for ig or like i found a producer now for music videos and his thing is shooting video so like instead of me trying to become with it can work for people to like do it all yourself i've definitely seen that work but i found personally for me it's a lot easier if i'm just like i'm trying to get my music up i'm trying to get to the level where my music is competing with everybody else's and i definitely uh agree with that 100 percent. that delegating and building a team essentially is super right. essential and important but you know sometimes and like like you said sometimes maybe you can do all this extra stuff but i mean it's still no matter what at, at some point you're going to have to get other people in even if you're going to go that route i think because i mean yeah. maybe not i mean it's all so weird and subjective but like but yeah. it's definitely well, I mean, important I- yeah, I mean, I feel like, like in my case, I have a day job, so I have a bit less time, so I kind of mm-hmm. have to do that, um, or just take longer. Um, but I mean, any route works. I feel like at some point, if you're really popping and you're making money, like then you'll 
you'll definitely start doing that because you'll start paying people to work with you Most essentially. Definitely. And then you can you can tour and whatever like you're the you're the product doing shows and everybody else is helping keep the ball rolling. Um, yeah, so there's that. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's definitely a lot of things that I could have done better. Um, but from a high level, I don't know. That's one of the big ones. I don't know. I mean, there's been all sorts of things. Um, what do you What do you think that uh, you've done so far that's gotten you to where you're at? Like, you said you've you've grown on Instagram. You've grown on that. What do you think something that you're doing is the cause? Yeah. Of that? Yeah. Um, mainly, mainly quality content pretty much daily um like i found like uh just videos of me so i'll take a song i'll mix and master it and then i'll record a video of me rapping it into my mic i'm gonna splice that up like each verse and post that on ig um i did a photo shoot a few weeks back i'll take stuff from that post it on ig which is some sort of like inspirational caption something about music something about my songs or just about life in general um so yeah, so I mean that's definitely helps like build up Instagram for sure. Just just pumping pumping out content and being consistent with it. How how long how long have you been doing that? Um man, probably I don't know, it feels like a while, probably like 6 months. Okay. I'd say. Um yeah. But yeah, yeah, probably 6 months. Okay, hell yeah. And and where 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 was your Instagram account at 6 months ago? Um, I want to say it was like, I don't know, like 800 followers, 600, okay. 800. It was essentially like just my network of friends. Um, and this has really been like growing people who are interested in rap. How, how are they finding your, your account? Um, a lot of it is, uh, through hashtags. Okay. Um, so just like making sure to use a lot of hashtags on posts. And then you um, get on like Explorer pages probably after that, after like it gets picked up a little bit yeah. from the hashtags, it probably helps boost it to other places and, and just yeah, how exactly. algorithms work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like a matter of finding a hashtag where like there's enough people searching the hashtag that they'll find you, but not so many people posting to the hashtag where you're not going to filter up to the top. Um, so it's definitely that. Uh, for a while, I was doing something where if people tagged um, their friends in a post, being like, hey, check out my music. Um, I'd do a, a drawing and pick one of them and send them a poster. Um, so I got some like some people that way as well. So it's like, kind a, of, like a poster of your like like for your music? Yeah, so what I did is I'd uh, print out like uh, my most recent single that I'd made and I'd say, hey, tag somebody that should listen to this and I'll pick one of you guys and send a poster. So I probably sent That's smart. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It was probably like only like 10 10 or 15 posters I ended up sending. Uh, but that also works super well too. I think that that's that's definitely a good strategy. That's that's an awesome strategy too and it's also putting it's it's free promotion at the same time because they have a poster of your music. <laughs> right, exactly. Like like it's a win-win. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cheap. It's like 5 or 10 bucks by the time you ship it to them. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I like they're stoked about it because they like have some posters to put up on the yeah. wall, um, and I get a few more fans that way. Um, it's obviously not something you could do forever, but uh, I feel like I've definitely been able to like mm-hmm. build up a relationship with people that way. Yeah, definitely, and it's it's a 
it's a definitely an important thing to do and you're actually building real connections doing it right. that way which is important <laughs> and, right, and exactly and, and, and it's not it's you're going one step farther you're not just replying to a comment you're sending them something <laughs> right so exactly that's yeah it's up. like very real um i mean like how many how many other rappers are doing that you know <laughs> like as far as like there are a ton of people out there but how many of them like so, like you take the time you print it out like i write a personalized note on it it's like it, it you know it makes somebody's day probably no, that's actually like super valuable content right there i think that we just discussed right there that's something if you're watching this that you could probably be implementing yourself take take notes from plowman right here <laughs> oh my yeah God. yeah no i mean it's uh and also we mentioned uh earlier or maybe previously uh memento has also done it uh he's a buddy of mine okay uh, yeah and yet he again said we had talked about it once um and he started doing it and he had a similar thing where people really liked it uh he showed me a video of a fan of his that was like his mind was blown. It was somebody over, I think, in India or France somewhere, okay. like overseas. And yeah, he, he just sent him like a video back of like, I can't believe you sent this. This is incredible. Like, he's also a musician trying to do music. Yeah. So he was super stoked that a rapper from LA sent him this thing. But yeah, so I mean, I think it's, yeah, trying, if you, if you can, I don't know, be the bright spot in somebody's day, you know, like six months from now when you're like promoting an album or you're coming around the tour, they might be like, yo, let's check this guy out. He seems cool. Yeah, that that's just super exciting, dude. And I'm actually going to start doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, there. definitely and, give it a shot. And I've read I've read this uh, book, Crushing It, recently by Gary Vaynerchuk, and he talks about that this there's this one excerpt that's like someone else's story where it's basically the same thing. He would except like he would put it in like a canister, like an empty spray can, can or I don't know what it was, but he, he'd put it in like he'd go the extra mile by just making it extra extra i guess and he'd yeah, write yeah. handwritten shit and like he was explaining how that is badass but like it's cool seeing and talking to someone that's actually doing that and seeing the the benefits of that hell yeah yeah, yeah. no it definitely definitely works all right so so who do you think would be some of your biggest influences um yeah that's interesting um I, it's like bounced around like mm -hmm. um i really like absol um He's okay. part of TDE. Yeah. Uh, with Kendrick. Um, I got into him for a little bit, but not too hard. Okay, yeah. He's got that uh, one song with the wine. Uh, what is it called? Ain't shit hard to swallow with a bottle of Moscato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I like his wordplay. Uh, I had a J. Cole phase. He sounds uh, a lot like uh, Jay Z. I, I've, I've heard that before. Uh, Absol yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, J. Cole, okay. I don't know, I, Chris Webby is another guy that I listened to okay. earlier on. Um, See, I never yeah. got really much into him, but I, should, I actually want to check, check him out some more. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his first album or mixtape, whatever he called it. Uh, he has a song on there called 44 Bars that I think is pretty good. Okay. Uh, I mean, all of it's, all of it's pretty good, um, but yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so, so if you had a favorite quote, what would it be? Uh, just about rap in general? About anything. Um, in life. <laughs> I, a quote that I like is, leave nothing to chance. Um, okay. I think, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of want things, uh, which is great. Um, but there's just a lot of, there's a lot of room for 
there's competition out there, so you really got to work for it, and you got to make mm-hmm. sure you've you know planned things and executed on things. And be strategic, like the way I think yeah. you're doing with that that tech, the tech rack stuff, the tech rack right. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you really got to like you got to make a plan, execute. Maybe it'll work great. Maybe it won't. Hopefully, you learn from it and then just keep doing that. Um, yeah, I think that's really important. So just take like what you, take what you learn from it, or do, do just start doing action, fail, and then take what you learn from it, and then continue. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So just kind of that process, being committed to it, um, and just like kind of just like the grind mentality. Like I feel like a lot of people like want a silver bullet, and um, like I don't know, maybe you hit a like a hit song or whatever. Uh, but it seems like a lot of these guys like they just rap for like ten years. You know, mm. like, I don't know, whoever you want to pick, whether it's like Kanye grinding it up for a long time, being a producer. Um, just most people, it's like, it just takes a while. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's exceptions, but um, that's what it seems like to me, at least. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. there it, it, it is about the grind and realistically, and it's realistically, if you really want this to happen, you're going to have to think in those terms because just like you said, don't leave nothing to chance. <laughs> you know, like right, right. if you do well, that, I mean, you're gonna a... be fucking disappointed when it doesn't happen because it's most likely not gonna just happen. <laughs> right, fall in your lap. I mean, there's exceptions. It happens to people. I it don't does. know. Like somehow you get scooped up by a label because you have something, something or other. A connection, um, might, maybe, or yeah, a connection, whatever. You know, anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like to think like you put in the work. Um, and eventually, whatever, you're, you're going to get your break because you're working hard for it. Whether okay. you meet somebody, whether one of your pieces of content uh, goes viral, whether you just do shows and meet somebody on a tour. I mean, there's just so many ways uh, it could happen, um, but just getting out there and really executing. For sure. So what, what are you going to do to make sure that you get to the next level, the, the, <clears throat> the next stage in your career, whatever that may be? Yeah, um, one of the, what I'm actually. What, what, what do you think the next stage is, and then what would you do to get there? Um, what are you do? Yeah, there's there's a few things. I think the next kind of tipping point for me is going to be getting some piece of content that um, gets a significant amount of views, traction, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's like it's definitely at least hundreds of thousands. Um, I'm not sure if it's up. It might even be up into the millions. Like like a micro viral video. Is yeah. That would yes. be the next step or one of the yeah. next levels. Yeah. I mean, something where it's like um, there's some indication that uh, I could make enough money off of this to quit a job and just rap full time. Okay. Um, and I haven't looked at the numbers, like whatever, like a million, million streams on YouTube is, I don't know, worth like... A, I think five grand or something like that, if I'm remembering right. I think I think about I, I would say if it's a, if you if you have like a, an average of a dollar CPM, right. and then that's cost per thousand. I think I think it's around yeah so, somewhere around twenty five hundred to five thousand something like that. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I'm um, not quick at math. I mean, unless yeah, you're that's right. all, all good. Yeah. I mean, it's somewhere in there. Like, there's a lot of variables. Well, but, how many times does thousand does a thousand go into a million? Ten thousand or? Um. Uh, a thousand. Okay, so yeah, about a thousand. A million's about a thousand dollars if your CPM is a dollar per thousand. Right. Is right. It, yeah, dollar is, is a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, where were we? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so just saying like the next step. Um, so I think that could be, it seems like some people like that. Actually, somebody that's kind of similar, I was just reading some about Hoodie Allen. He was a yeah. product manager at Google before he started rapping. Okay. Um, and he had, well, he, he was rapping while he was at Google, and then he had a song on Hype Machine that got like, it was the top of Hype Machine for a while and got 200,000 plays mm -hmm. or downloads, I think. Um, and that was kind of when it was like, maybe I need to take this full time. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm essentially thinking about doing is get a piece of content that goes well enough where I'm like, hey, I can build a fan base off mm -hmm. this. I can try to make more things like this. I could potentially tour off it yeah. um, and do that. How are you going to get that, though? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, or at least so what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really know. Because you can't um, really, like, calculate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to take shots with music videos. Um, I think we live in an era where you need to have video, and I've Most seen... Definitely. Yeah, I've seen ever, actually ever since the '60s, we've we've lived in that era for now, but it's now bigger than ever. <laughs> right, right. Everybody, it's like what we're doing here, where you have video now, you have your mm -hmm. phone, you have whatever your camera is like. You can take so much video. Um, I've just seen cases where uh, you make a piece of content that's video, uh, you can get that virality there, um, and I think it's probably a better route to go than just touring all the time. Mm -hmm. um, it's possible you could build fans that way, but I really feel like. You want to get that piece of content um, that kind of like finds your audience and you have an audience around that and yeah. then you tour to build off that and kind of uh, I actually, monetize I, it. I, yeah, there's, 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 you can go both ways. You could either build your audience first and then tour or build your audience while, to, like, while doing shows and maybe that's the main way you build your audience. Like Tech 9 when he started, which was also before social media, uh, right. which is like the early 2000s when he really started doing the strange music stuff. Uh, yeah. He's been rapping way before that, ten years before that. But like you said, it took him ten years to fucking of grinding before he fucking yeah. got together with that. But yeah, his main way he built up, and he, he's from Kansas City, where I'm from. That's why I brought oh, him up okay, a lot yep. too. And yep. uh, he 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 built his fan base by having the sickest show, and just people would leave that show. Really, it's kind of like giving them that piece of content. Like you meld those people, but like he built that yeah. just doing it consistently over and over again, and just. Yep. Working hard, and you know, and doing the internet stuff at the same time as it grew with it, and, yep. and he's learned that, and he stayed consistent. He's like, he's doing his thing, but, but yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and there, there, you could definitely do it either way. It's it, there's there's no right way when it comes to that. But I I do I do believe in 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 building the audience first. Like one of my my guests that I've had on this show, like maybe like a couple months ago, actually, like two months ago. Um, he yep. he just hit a hundred thousand subscribers on uh, YouTube for like his his rapping stuff, and uh, and like he he's doing his first tour now. Like he's been snapping about it, and like he, he's yeah. just now starting to do that. And watching that process, like for for me, just like doing this podcast, I'm allowed. I'm I'm a, like I'm getting myself like an all seeing eye in the underground rap game because I can see what this person's doing at this level, see what this person's doing at this level, this level. Yep. And it's yep. just, it's so beautiful and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, it sounds like you got an established fan base online and it's now pretty much touring off it. But mm -hmm. kind of circling back to how I think I'm going to get there, uh, I'm going to just try to put out music videos, uh, each one better than the last. Yeah. Uh, that's a big thing for me is like, am I getting more views on this one than the last? And do I personally feel like it's better than my last one? And then frequency. So if they're getting better and I'm, putting them out 
whether it's like once a month or I guess it'll probably be once every six weeks by the time like with everything else I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, that's really, I'm, I'm really hoping to get a shot there. It's like I have a piece of content that really works for people. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, that's what's up, dude. It sounds like you know what you're doing and where you're going and it's, it's awesome. But yeah, we can start wrapping this up. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to promote or let the people know? Yeah, so uh, speaking of music videos, uh, I will be dropping one in June. Uh, it's for Tech Rap. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you can find me online uh, anywhere. It's Plowman uh, Rap. And then on Instagram, it's Plowman Music. Uh, so, yeah, so definitely uh, look me up. I make Tech Rap. Uh, if you're a producer, hit me up. We can work together. If you're a rapper want a feature, hit me up. We can do that. Uh, I did that, a lot of those, for a while. Uh, super fun. Um, I can, anyways, I, I put it all together. Essentially, all you have to do is send me a verse. Um, so super fun if you're interested in that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Well, that's what's up, man. I super enjoyed this conversation, and I look forward to watching you grow. And I do plan on having you back on in six months to a year to see your progress. Would you be down for that? Yeah, that sounds great. I really appreciate you having me. It's awesome yeah. to see the energy you bring to this. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun to like talk to a bunch of different rappers, and I look forward to uh, seeing this show progress, and I'll definitely have to tune in for some more of these. Hell yeah, man. Well, all right. That is all for today's episode, and I hope y'all enjoy yourself. This is it. This is the Hasley Podcast, episode 80-something. I don't know yet, but <laughs> it's nice. It's episode 80-something. It'll be released next week if you're watching this on Twitch. But if you're listening to this on podcast, it was streamed on Twitch last week. So <laughs> so if you want to get the live experience, you better go follow me on Twitch. <laughs> nice. But all right, man. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for being on. Late. All right. Like I said, that is all for the episode. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Adios. Goodbye. Whatever. That is all. Wow. Wow. I, I gotta keep my face moving until I hit the stop button.